This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to Grieg's two elegiac melodies for a string orchestra. These two melodies started their life as songs, a form that Grieg had a special affinity for, probably because he also had a special affinity for one singer in particular. In his words, quote, I loved a young girl who had a wonderful voice and an equally wonderful gift of interpretation. That girl became my wife and my lifelong companion to this very day. For me, she's been, dare I say it, the only genuine interpreter of my songs. It's definitely apparent that his songwriting increased after him and his wife-to-be were engaged in 1864, and they often gave concerts together, with Grieg accompanying her on piano. Among the many songs that he wrote are a set of 12, based off poems by the Norwegian poet Asmud Vinja. Vinja was, like Grieg, a proponent of Norwegian nationalism, and he was also a pioneer in using a non-standard dialect in his poetry, one that removed many of the Danish words that had crept into the Norwegian language. Since Norway had been under Danish control for centuries before, this was both a literary and a political statement. The poems themselves are rich with imagery of the Norwegian countryside and draw heavily from Vinya's many travels around his native country. They're often reflective, using that natural imagery to explore inner thoughts and emotions, something that Grieg's songs bring out beautifully. Grieg later took two of those songs and transcribed them for string orchestra. He did so pretty much note for note, passing the vocal line around to vary the textures. The title... Elegiac Melodies is key to understanding the mood that Grieg is going for. These are wistful pieces, balancing a beautiful lyricism with a tinge of sadness. The first is titled The Wounded Heart and tells of all the heartbreak that has occurred in one man's life. The music is halting, sometimes feeling almost unsure about whether to continue. Even though more pain lies ahead, the poem eventually concludes that it's best to keep faith and move on, with the music swelling passionately before a quiet ending. The second melody, The Last Spring, is by far the more popular of the two and has been described as one of the most moving things Grieg ever wrote. The poem it's based on speaks about the spring, a time of renewal and rebirth after the barren winter. But rather than being a full-throated celebration, there's a deep sense of mortality. The protagonist, while describing all the joys of spring, seems to sense that this one will be his last. This has become one of Grieg's most beloved pieces and is particularly popular at funerals, fitting for something titled an elegiac melody. Here's a far cry with Grieg's two elegiac melodies.
Originally, that second melody was just titled Spring, but the last spring took hold is a much more appropriate title, I think, for a piece that's a lot more nostalgic than simply spring might suggest. Thanks to A Far Cry and the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston for putting that up on the web. You can check out a ton more in the museum's website, gardnermuseum.org. They've got a great podcast series of all their concerts. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and next week for your classical break, we'll be listening to some Chopin, some Borodin, and we'll start things off on Monday with Gabrielle Grovelet's La Manach aux Images. I'll see you then.